Welcome to Grace Notes. Choosing a name for a child is an important event for parents. Hundreds of books are written listing thousands of names and their descriptions. Parents often select a name they hope will exemplify the character and personality of their child. This was particularly important in ancient Hebrew culture. There are several instances where God actually changed a person's name to more accurately reflect the character or circumstances of that person. Jacob, which means trickster, had his name changed to Israel, meaning he struggles with God, after he fought with the angel of the Lord for a blessing and won. To solidify the final covenant between himself and Abram, God changed Abram's name, which means exalted father, to Abraham, father of many, to better fit in with the Gentiles to whom he was sent to minister. An apostle stopped using his name, Saul, and used his Greco-Roman one, Paul, instead. There are hundreds of names for the Lord God in the Bible. Each one reflects a different aspect of his nature and provision for us. God requires that we use his name when we pray. On our program today, we'll look at the phrase, Hallowed be your name, in the model prayer Jesus gave us to follow, and see how we can best honor God through the use of his name. A little girl was saying her bedtime prayers with her mom. She prayed, Dear Harold, bless Mommy and Daddy. Wait a minute, interrupted her mother. Who's Harold? That's God's name, she said. Who told you that was God's name, Mom asked. I learned it in Sunday school. Our Father who art in heaven, Harold be thy name. (laughs) How we laugh at our kids' inabilities to get things right. But honestly, when it comes to speaking with God, our prayers are often immature. Take the phrase, hallowed be thy name. Do we know what hallowed means? I thought I did until I looked it up. The word hallow means sanctify. To sanctify God's name is to make it or treat it as holy. The opposite of hallow is to profane or disgrace his name. The Lord said in Isaiah 57, 15, I am the high and lofty one whose name is holy. We're not asking God to make himself holy. He already is. In this context, we're asking him to do what it takes so that his name is treated as holy. And since the Holy Spirit is in us and we wear the name of Christ, it begins with us. In a sense, it's a request to make us clean before we call out to him in prayer. Otherwise, we're using his name in vain and he will not hear us. Psalm sixty-six, eighteen says, If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. Psalm 24, 1-4 puts it this way, The earth is the Lord's, and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. For he founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who may ascend the hill of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his soul to an idol or swear by what is false. God is willing to forgive us, but we must humble ourselves, acknowledge our sin, and be ready to forsake it. He, the ruler of the universe, will hear our humble cry and bring immediate comfort to our broken hearts. He walks upon the wind, he rides above the storm, lightning flashes from his throne. Man cannot behold his form, all authority 
is his alone Holy and righteous is he Great is his majesty Exalt the name we can approach our Holy Father with unconfessed sin in our life? We're asking for an audience with a righteous God in the heavenly holy of holies. In Old Testament times, the high priest had to sacrifice an animal to purify himself before he could enter the man-made holy of holies. Otherwise, he would be struck down. Jesus, our mediator, became our once and for all sacrifice by shedding his precious blood, dying on the cross, and rising from the grave. Thus he made the way for all believers to be purified and enter God's presence. But though we are forgiven for all our sin, past, present, and future, we are not sinless. So God says to believers in 1 John 1, 9, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Hallowing the name of the Lord means we acknowledge and respect Him for who and all He is, and we desire to be made holy as He is holy. Then we can better understand Proverbs 18.10, which says, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are safe. And we can use the names given Him in His word, those that can help us exalt Him. Elohim, my Creator. El Elyon 
Most High God, El Roy, God who sees, El Shaddai, God Almighty, and those we can call out when we're running to that strong tower, Jehovah Ezor, the Lord our helper, Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide, Jehovah Rapha, the Lord our healer, Jehovah Sabaoth, the Lord of hosts or armies, Jehovah Nissi, the Lord our banner, Jehovah Shalom, the Lord our peace. Why not use his names in prayer? For there is strength, there is power, there is hope in the name of the Lord. The crowds have lined the narrow street To see this man from Galilee Just a carpenter's son
You've been listening to Grace Notes. If this ministry has blessed you, please write and tell us at Sandbeck Ministries, P.O. Box 581, Falston, Maryland, 21047. Or contact us through our website at www.gracenotesradio.com. Join us on our next program. And until then, let your grace notes be a song of praise.